Lamed Vavnek. Good morning. We're holding now Saita Daf Lamed Zayin. We're going to begin on Daf Lamed Vav Amud Beis by Yehuda. Rabbi Shimon Chasida was brought down, brought down before that Yehuda was Mekadashim Shemayim Bifarhesia publicly, and therefore Yehuda's entire name is called Al Shmei Shalakalish Baruch Now, yesterday we learned what Yosef did, how he was Mekadashim Shemayim privately, and that's why he got an extra hate to his name. And now the Gemara is going to ask Yehuda Mahi. Yehuda, what exactly was the incident? Where Yehuda was Mekadah Shem Shemayim Bifarhesya. Now, it's interesting, if you remember Yud, the Gemara already brought the whole Maisa with Yehuda and with Tamar, how he admitted what he, what he did to Tamar. So, before Shem speak about it, exactly what's, what's, like we already explained what Yehuda did, but uh, he brings this Bryce to Azay. The time we learned that Bryce to Hayyad, the mayor, Amir, the mayor said, Kishamd Yisrael, Ayyam, Hayyushvat, Minatschim, Zem, Zem. When the Yidin were standing at the Yamsuf, the Shvatim were arguing with one another. This one said, I'm going to go first into the sea. When the Yidin went, so the Shvatim were arguing with one another. This one said, I'm going to jump in first. This one said, I'm going to jump in first. So what happened? So the tribe of Binyamin, he jumped in first into the Yamsuf. As it says, There is Binyamin. There is Binyamin. Which means the youngest... Raida means uh, ruling them. So the Gemara says, "Al tikri raidem." Do not read raidem like ruling. Ella rod yom. Rather, like went into the sea. So Sham Binyamin saw raidem, the youngest of Binyamin. He jumped into the sea. And the Sarim, the princes of Yehuda, were stoning them because they wanted to be first. So Shinemar, as it says, Sari Yehuda, Pasik says that the Sari Yehuda was Rigmasam was stoning them. Like and Rigmasam is a lushan of like stoning with uh, uh, throwing with stones. So Yehuda, he was the head of the Shvatim, and as a head, he felt that he deserves precedence. And they were very jealous of what Binyamin did. Fine. Now the Gemara says the figure. Therefore, Zacha Binyamin, Atzadik Binasa Ushbizochin Legvura. Therefore, Binyamin, the Tzadik, was privileged to serve as like hosts of Hashem, um, because the Beis Hamikdash, the Kedusha Kedushim, was in the Chelik of Binyamin. Or I should say, the whole Beis Hamikdash was uh, in the Shevet of Binyamin. Shenemar, as it says, by the Bracha of Binyamin, Uvenk Seifa of Shachin, and he rests between his shoulders. It's actually interesting, like, uh, if you think about it, they were arguing who, who should jump in first. Okay, so just jump in. Like, it's not like the Yamsuf is like this, <laughs> that it's only one space for one guy to jump. It's a massive, everyone jump in. But 
Um, so so one, of, one of the answers is, is that the, um, they had to jump in with the Aron Shal Yosef. In other words, they knew, I guess, Baruchin, to hold on to the Aron for, for it to be successful. So they were all fighting who's going to go and get to hold on to the Aron first. And that obviously is it's a small box. It was limited. Okay, now the Brisa brings, so that was the first part. The, each one said, I want to jump in first. I mean, Yaman uh, jumped in first, and Yehuda was upset at them. Um, and that's why Binyamin was Zeichel, that the Beis Hamikdash was in his chilek. <laughs> so now, the Brisa brings a, a, an opinion which argues. So, Amr Lai Rabbi Yehuda, so Rabbi Yehuda tells her mayor, Loik Haya, Loik This is not how the, the incident took place. This one said, I'm not going to go jump into the sea. This one said, this, I'm not going to jump into the sea. So what happened? Who was from Shevet Yehuda jumped in first. As it says, Ephraim surrounds me. Which means Ephraim surrounds me with lies and Yidin with like deceit. And Yehuda is yet like the wayward towards Hashem. Which means that Yehuda, when we say Rod, Yehuda Oid Ram, which means that Yehuda descended with Hashem in Kale. In other words, like it explains that Ephraim and the Yidin were like denying the moon of Hashem. And Yehuda, he was, he was, he, he, he believed in Hashem. Oid Ram in Kale. And Eidam also means that, like, also going down. And it says about Nachshim, Mefarsh be Kabbalah. It says in Kabbalah, um, what does it say about, which is, whenever we say Kabbalah in Gemara, it means Sifri Nevi'im, Ksuvim, it's called Kabbalah. So he says, what does it say in regards to, um, it says, Davramel brings into Hillim, Hishayniash Elikim Kivo Maim Ad Nafesh, Tavaiti Bivin Mitzula Ve'in Mamad. So you're saying that uh, it says in Nashim, David Amel brings down, Nashim was davening to Hashem, save me Hashem from the waters are coming to my, my soul. I am sunk in deep, in deep waters where there's no standing. Let not the water flood uh, on me, neither let the deep swallow me up. He says that um, okay. So he says like this. He says that um, at that time when Nachshon, so the Yidden went into Nachshon was the first one to jump in. He said this whole davening, and at that time Moshe Rabbeinu was like prolonging in davening. He was marach betfila. So. So Hashem said, My beloved ones are drowning in the sea and you're davening now. So Moshe said, Okay, what, what should I do exactly? So speak to the Eden and go forward. And lift your rod and stretch your hands. In other words, sometimes it's, we need action. You need, now when there's a Eden in the Tzara, because if you think about it, what was Hashem saying? Ayid is in Tzaras, he goes and he davens. What, what should he do? 
So there's a lot of sikhas on this, but one of the one of the kudas is, is that like uh, like it says in the passage, Matitzik Elai, sometimes you need you need to you need to just uh, you need to get an action mode. Shem wants uh, Shem wants action. Okay. Figure therefore Zakhi Yudah Lasis from Shell's be show. And for this reason, Nashin and the Shevet Yehuda, who jumped in first into the Yamsuf, um, they became Mimshalos Bishol. They became a gov- like a government or governed Israel. Yehuda became his like sanctuary. Yisrael Yidin his uh, dominion. And then the pasuk says that Ma Tam Yehuda So what is the reason that Yehuda became? His sanctuary and Yidin came under his dominion. It's because they had the mysterious nefesh of Nachshim and Nadav who jumped in first. So uh, that's why they were Zeicha to Mshalos be Israel. They ruled over the Yidin. So we explain now how Yehuda was Mekadashim Shemaimah for Hesio. And that's what Shimon Chasidah said that what does it mean Yehuda, not Yehuda himself, but from Shevit Yehuda, Nachshim and Nadav. Um, fine. So basically, what do we what do we say so far? We brought a either the first opinion, which is a mayor says that everybody wanted to jump in. Yehuda says no, nobody wanted to jump in. It was just it was Nachshon and Minadav who was the first one. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to go back to explain. Uh, guess, um, we, a few days ago we, we were explaining how the Shvatim were standing uh, by the Brachas and the Klalis and Harkrizim and Harevel, and now he brings another Brisa. So he says like this Tanya, we learned in a Brisa, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yankiv, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yankiv says, So what do we say? We said in the Mishnah that Shevet Levi, the Koyen, the Oren, and the Levi were on the bottom of the mountain, like between the mountains. And the rest of the Shvatim were six Shvatim were on Har Grisim, six Shvatim were har on Har Evil. So he says, the Brahsa says, Iyav Shalemar Levi Lamata. You can't say, it's impossible to say that Shevi Levi stood below. In other words, between the two mountains. Why? Shalik Farnam Lamaila. It already says that he was Lamaila. Why? What, what does it say? The Buzzak says, Eli Yamdul, Varach Esom Al Har Grisim. These are the people that will stand to make the brachas and hagrizim. Who is that? Shimon, Velevi Vihuda. The Pazak clearly says these names. Now, and Ef Shalaymar, you can't say that Shevet Levi at the time of the brachas and Klaus was Lamaila, was on top of the mountains. Shekvar Lamata, it says in a Pazak in Yeshua, it says, V'chol Yisrael, Eindim Izeel Mizeel Oren, and then Neged Akoinim Alevim Reisim Oren Bris Hashem. The Gemara doesn't say this, but that's the Pazak. It's that the Kayim and the Levim stood with the Aaron, which we know the Aaron was below. So in, the, in Teirah, it's Mashma, the Pasuk says, in regard to the Pesukim, it says that Edu Yam Shimon Levi Yehuda, that they were standing on top. On the other hand, in Navi, what does it say? That they were standing, which is Mashma that the Levim were standing with the Aaron. So asks the Bryce, so how okay, so how does that work? So the Bryce says, Zikani Kuno the elders of the Kohen and the Levim stood below, and the rest of the Levim stood above on the mountain. That's one opinion. 
Rebbeishia says, Call Haroil the Sharis Lamata. Any Levi who was fit to serve in the base of Middash stood below. The Hashar and between the mountains were the rest. It's interesting. So anybody who's Raul the Sharis stood Lamata. And if you're not Raul the Sharis, basically you got uh, with everybody else. Right, because as we know, it was uh, from 30 years old to 50 years old. That's that's when they served. That's where they rode the shortest. Okay, fine. Then, fine. So that's one opinion. One opinion is that the elder ones, the ones who were rode the shortest, were, on, were in the middle, and the ones not were on top. Rebbe Imer Rebbe says, which is Rebbe Danos, he says, "Elu elu lamatin in them." Both the Levim and the Eden were standing below. So they turned their face to Hagrizim and opened with a bracha. And then they turned towards Harival and opened with a curse. So the Gemara says that, so my Al. So what does it mean, Al? If you're saying, in other words, it, it makes a lot of sense to say that that like uh, the ones who were Ulusharis were Lamata and the ones that were not were Lamaila. But if you're saying according to Rebbe that side the Levim and side the Shifti Yisrael were Lamata in Imdim, in other words, they were between the two mountains but not actually on the mountains like it says in Yeshua. So if you're saying, okay, so no, so, no let me start again. Basically, Rebbe argues and says that both of them were Lamata. And then the Bryson continues and says, They turned their faces towards Hagrizim and they started and they start with and they start with the Bracha. And then they started uh, they turned towards Harevo and started with the Klala. Now so the Gemara asks that my al, you're saying that the Pasuk says al Har Grizim, al Har Also the Pasuk says, al Har Grizim. So if you're saying that they were Lamato, so they weren't on the mountain, why are you saying they were on the mountain? So the Gemara says, Al, Al over here means Besamach, that they should stand near the mountain, not actually near Har Evil. And the Gemara is going to bring a Raya from Abraisa that sometimes Al doesn't mean actually on, but next to. And he brings, Kedetanya was talking to Abraisa. This Abraisa speaks about the Lechem Aponim, which, which is the showbread. So it says about the Lechem Aponim, Venasata al Hamarechas Lavenazaka. Says, and you shall put pure levaina frankincense on each row. In other words, on the lechem, which was uh, you, you have to put on the lechem, which is placed on the shulchan, you have to put levaina zaka, um, levaina zaka, which is pure frankincense. So, the, so the brayse says, at emer al besamoch. So, so what does al mean? Rabbi emer al besamoch. Rabbi says it doesn't mean that you put it actually on the actual. Uh, on the actual um, shulchan, but next to it. So the Bible says, says Maybe it means actually on it. So he says, When it says, in regards to the Kedish and the Kedish Kedoshim, so it says that you have to put a parechis, you have to put a screen um, between the Kedish Kedoshim and, the, and, the <coughs> and in front. So it doesn't mean that you put the parechis on, because the curtain has separated the Kodesh and the Kodesh HaKadoshim um, was not placed actually on the Oren. 
So, therefore, what does it mean? Al, it means Samach. Right? Because they didn't put, the Parechas was the separation between, well, the Oren and the Kodesh HaKadoshim, and, and it was like a Mechitza. So, it didn't actually go on the Oren. So, rather, just like we see Al means uh, next to, so to Al also means adjacent next to. We said over there that, blessed be a man who does not make Avedizara, uh, and these people and these people, in other words, both groups standing on the mountain answered Amin, and then the Pasuk says, success. So, Tarana Bono, we learned in a Braisa, that in regards to the Klalis of Hagrizim and Avel, it was a Baruch Bechlal. The blessings and curses included a general bl- blessing, a general blessing uh, for one who fulfills the entire Torah. There were particular blessings for each individual statement mentioned in the blessings and the curses. Likewise, there was a general curse for those who do not fulfill the entire Torah, and a particular curse for each individual statement. Okay, so in other words, just to explain a little bit, in regards to all the brachas, we say, like for example, Baruch Asher Yochim Es Divri Aziz. So that's a general blessing. And then it says, Baruch Asher Layasa Fesul Masecha, which is a specific bench to the people who don't make Dafkan Avedezara. So that's a general curse, and then you have a specific curse. And in regards, to, and, I'm sorry, blessing. In regards to the curse, we see, which is a, a general curse. What's the prat? Which, which is, so we see that every klala uh, and bracha had the general and the specifics. And why was that? It was to teach the mitzvah, to learn the mitzvah, to teach the mitzvah, to guard the mitzvah, and to actually lasis the mitzvah. And that's basically dependent, like Rashi says, it's a chiv on every single person when he does a mitzvah, lilmaid, lishmer, velasis. As the Pasuk says, ulamatam oisem, ushmartam lasesem, and lilmaid is vilimatam oisem es benechem. Okay, turn over to the Aflamat Zayin, Amid, continue. He says, and really, it's the Milton Arba, Really, every mitzvah contains four aspects. That's what we said. Lil med lil shmer velasis. Now, varba heim harishmena, and four general aspects. Shmena shmena harishishesrei. So you have four general aspects. You have four general aspects which add up to eight, and you have eight brachas and eight curses. So how much is that? That's sixteen. V'chein misinai, and so too by. These are the words of the covenant that Hashem commanded Meisha. And it says also, observe therefore the words of the bris. So it follows that between, if you have three events, three brises, and each one were 16, so it comes out that Hashem established 48 uh, brises, covenants for every mitzvah. Rav Shimon excludes Hagrizim and Ha'evel from the list because only some of the mitzvahs were mentioned there. And Okay, so the Gemara explains. What does that mean? They're arguing between these Tanayim the, the Machlekes is based on the, what the Tanaim disagree as it was taught. Rishmal says, Klalis Namru Bissinai Bapratis Bayomid. Rishmal says that in, in general, the general statements were said to Dibris. And the details of the mitzvahs were explained to Meisha later in Oyomid. 
Rabbi Kiva says no. Both the general statements and the details of the missus were said at Har Sinai. And Venishnu Bayomayid. And later they were repeated in the Ayomayid, in the tenth of meeting. And they were reiterated a third time by Mesha to the Jewish people in, in the plains of Mev. So Shimna holds, basically in accordance with his teacher, Rabbi Akiva, and counts that Harsinai and Ayomayid, you have Harsinai. And what was this? What was this? And you have the Hargrizim and Harayvil, or I'm sorry, you have the Ayomayid. So that's basically every covenant is 16. So 16 times 3 is 48. Now, the Vice concludes, and there's no mitzvah written in the Torah for which 48 covenants were not established. Now, uh, 12 basically holds that only the Klolis, Harsina, and Meshach was taught and given by Hashem the general mitzvahs. Let's say the 613 mitzvahs, the is very general, but the details... Um, the details of the mitzvah that he was given only according to Rabbi Shmuel in, in uh, later on. Rabbi Kiva says no. Rabbi Kiva says they were given the klolis, the prati, by our Sinai, but just it was reiterated again by the, by, um, by, um, by the, by Arvis Mayev. So the Rabbi explains that there's Rabbi Shmuel, he was a, he was a Kayangal, he was a tzaddik, so he had more of a klolistic, like, he didn't have Messias Nefesh on the Pratim, like Rebbe Kiva was a Balchuva, he was more of a Ger, he had, and a Ger is like very, the Balchuva is very, very uh, detailed, like Chal, like people who are, come from a secular background and then become uh, from, so they're very, they're much more into detail than somebody, let's say, who was just born with it. And that's, Rebbe Kiva was more that style, therefore he held, he held and he looked at terror that Hashem, every, Hashem, uh, when he gave the terror, he gave it to the Klalis and the Pratis. Hashem can be Ishmael. He looked. He, he had a, the level of a, a tzaddik, so he was more of a Klalistic guy. Okay. Now he says like this: Reb Shimon. Okay. So he said like this: that uh, that according to this opinion, every since it says three times, the mitzvahs were given three times. So and sixteen times three is forty-eight. Shimon, you have the Ishkvar Yaakov, Amar Reb Shimon, Mishum Reb Shimon, six hundred and three. 550 times. So what comes out? It comes out that every one of the Jewish people that were, they got 603,550 covenants. And that corresponds to the amount of Yidin that were in the Midbar. Now what's, the, what's this Cheshman? He says because in addition to the mitzvahs that everybody else took on, he also has harvest. He has a responsibility to make sure that his friend also does the mitzvahs. Right? And um, so now they have an obligation to make sure the other person does it. Amar Rabbi Rabbi says, the Divri Reb Shimon ben Yehuda Ishkvar Aku, Shem Rishum Shimon. He says, according to, no, we did that already. Okay. So the Mar says, my Binaya, what's the difference between Reb Shimon ben Yehuda and Reb Yudha Nasi? Um, so, so he says the matter of a guarantor and a guarantor for a guarantor for the difference between them. In other words, according to Rabbi Danasi, every yid is not only a guarantor for every other yid, but he's also a guarantor for every other. 
Jewish responsibility as a guarantor. Therefore, according to his calculations, the number of the covenants is multiplied again by 603,550. All right, as they say in America, good luck. <laughs> okay. Okay. The entire passage of the brachas and curses is stated only in reference to the Nayef, which is the adulterer and the adulteress. In other words, all the brachas and the klalis were, were dealing with somebody who is, uh, deal, is, 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 a, is a, the Nayef and Nayefis. Why? Now he says like this, Masecha curses the man who makes a graven or molten image. Bara Sagile is a curse, is, is a curse, a sufficient consequence for the action of Avedizara. In other words, he, he rebelled against the fundamental part of Tera. This is referring to a person who had engaged in, in, uh, in, in um, with an erva, and he had a child. And this son, who was not allowed to marry a Yid, went to live amongst the other nations of the world and engaged in Avedizara. So, so cursed on his father and mother, who basically is their fault that this happened. So just like this is what the curse means, likewise the rest of the clawless refer to sins that have to do with adultery. Okay. You shall give the brachas on har grizim and the curses on har evil. Why does the Pasuk have to say this? Leimar, to teach me, Again, if it's to teach that the brachas must be given on har grizim and the curses on har evil, the Pasuk already says, these shall stand on har grizim to bench the yidin. And the Pasuk already says, and these shall stand on har evil for the curse. Rather, the Pasuk teaches us that the brachas have to precede the curses. Then the Rishon says, You would think that all the blessings should precede the curses. That's what the Pasuk says, blessings and curses. In other words, that the blessings precede each curse. But not all the blessings precede the curses. In other words, the first and the blessings and the curses were recited like uh, they, they alternated. First a bracha, then a curse, then a bracha, and a curse. Well, a hakish bracha leklala. Furthermore, I'm being makish, a bracha leklala, just as in regards to the curses recited by the levim, so to the brachas for the levim. Just like the klala was in a loud voice, so to the brachas to be bekoram. Just like the klalas lashon kedusha, abracha lashon kedusha, maklala bechalu prat, abracha bechalu prat, and just like the klalas, the specifics and the de- the general and the detail was required, so to the bracha, maklala elu elu inu amen, and just like in regards to the klala, both people, on, both shvatim on the mountains had to answer amen, abracha elu elu inu amen amen. Okay, let's do chazara, and then uh, two o'clock we'll do lamerchas. Um, Okay, so we started on the Chamer Vav on the base today.
So we asked, how exactly did Yehuda, I'm sorry, how did um, Yehuda, how was he Mikadashim Shemayim Bifarhesya? So we learned that Abraham Shemayim says that when they came, came before Kriyas Yamsuf, the Shvatim were standing and fighting who's going to jump in first. This one said, I want to jump in first. This one said, I want to jump in first. So um, what happened? Binyamin took the bullet, or I guess whatever, he, he jumped in first. As it says, Shom Binyamin Tzhoir Reidim. Which literally means that uh, over there, Binyamin, who was the young one who, like, um, like Reidim, we said, is like fighting. So he says, don't read uh, Reidim, but rather Rod Yom, that he jumped into the sea. Now, Yehuda, Shevet Yehuda was very, very upset, and they started pelting Shevet Binyamin with uh, stones. Like it says, sorry, Yehuda, Rigmosam, that they, that they Bamash took stones and started stoning them. So because Binyamin had this type of mysterious nefesh, Hashem gave him that Besamidah uh, should be in his, in his uh, domain. So it says, between his shoulders, that's where the Shekhinah resided, which that's where the Kedosh Shekadoshim, the Besamidah was in Yerushalayim, and, which belonged to Shevet Binyamin. So Rabbi Yehuda says to the mayor, no, that wasn't the story. Rather, each one said, I don't want to jump in. And Nachshu ben Aminadav had Mr. Snefesh, and he jumped in first. As the Pasuk says, Sivavuni b'chachash Ephraim, uvimirma b'si Yisrova, Yehuda oid ram, oid rod. Oid ram im kel v'im kadesh of Neman. That's what the full Pasuk says. And we learned in, in uh, so basically, also, what does it mean, rod, that he jumped in first? And it says in the Navi, Untilim, the Davra Melch says, Hashem Yalekim Kivo Maim Ad Nafesh, and Tavaiti Bivon Mutsulavin Mamid Basi. That's going on Nachshin Davening to Hashem to save him. And then the pasuk says, Altish Tefeni Shibelus Maim Vatu Leni Mutsula. So basically, these are different psukim and Tehillim, and uh, that Nachshin uh, is asking Hashem to save him. At that time, Meshur Benu was davening by Rishus. Hashem says. People are drowning and you're davening. So he says, what should I do? So he told them, you got to move and, uh, and stretch your, your rod out. Now, because Yehuda had, had um, this mysterious nefesh, Nachshim Neminadav had mysterious nefesh for his whole shevet. By the way, it's mashma also from the Lashenis that once Nachshim jumped in, the whole shevet Yehuda followed him first. So because they had this mysterious nefesh, that's where they were zeichet to be like the rulers of the Yidin. Like it says, what's the reason why is because the Hayam Ravayon is Yanmasir's Nevish. Stam, just to, just to bring, I, I didn't say this in the actual share, but we said, that the Yidin were like the Yehuda was pelting Shevet Binyamin. So Taisus brings down a mushal of a Basaradam that had two children. A guy had two children. One was an older child. One was a younger child. And he told his uh, he told his child like, "Wake me up." He told his children, "Wake me up." This one he said, "Wake me up at Nitzacham," and this one he said, "Wake me up three hours into the day." So the younger one came and woke him up at Nitzacham, and the older one was fighting with the younger one. And says, "No," he says, "To wake me up by Gimel Shoyes." They were all fighting with each other. So basically, uh, the same thing with Shevet Yehud and Shevet Binyamin, that they all meant well, that they all they had different approaches, but they had, you know, Yehuda had the approach that he's first, and, um, you know, he's the, 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 the head, Reisha Bechabura, so he deserves to, to go in first. Okay, 
Then Rabbi Lezer, so Rabbi Lezer, when they get the the Levim and Hagrizim on the mountain, you can't say that they were, the Levim were on top, were Lamato, because it says, Eli Amdilavar Chasam Hagrizim. Who was Shimon and Levi? And you can't say that they were on the bottom or they were on top because the Navi says that they were with the Aram. So how did that work? So we brought a few answers. One answer we said is that these Kanim, Kahuna, Levim were Lamata and the rest were on top. Beishia says no, only who, the people from 30 to 50 who were the Sharis could be Lamata, the rest was Lamaila. Rabbi Eimer, Lamata, he named them, that both of them were on the bottom. Okay. Then it says that they. That they they switch their heads, they start with a bracha, so the Gemara says, what does it mean, al? If they weren't on the mountain, why are you saying al? It means, we see by the Levina, that they put the Zach Levina next to it, um, and also we see that when it says about, um, about the Parechas, but the Kedesh Gadashim, it says, and it doesn't mean actually on, but it means next to. Okay, then we brought Hofu Pneim Klape Hagrizim, Apostle Bar Brocha. So we learned in the Brisa that the Klau, the general part of the Brocha, is the Prati, the, the general, the specifics of the Brocha, the this general of Oror, the specific of Oror, were all taught there. And that teaches us that when Taira, every mitzvah has to be Lumad, Lamad, Lishma, Velasa. So that's four. Now, four by four, four times four is eight. And then you have three times. So that's uh, so that's sixteen, and Bessina Barivus may have the same thing. So you have sixteen times three. It comes out that, that every mitzvah is forty-eight brises. Shimon says that take out hagrizim and arevel and put an oil made. Now, and they're arguing with Tanaim of Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Rabbi Shmuel says that the klalis was said by Arsinai and the pratis and oil made. Rabbi Kiva says no, the klalis and pratis were said by Arsinai and just taught again by oil made and. And also again in Arvis Mev. Um, and every mitzvah basically it has 48 mitzvahs with it. Rabbi Shimon says that it's a lot more. It's 48, 603,550. And um, why? Because Arvis. Every year there's an order for the other yid. And we ask, what's the difference between them is, a, is, a, is to be responsible for the guarantor of the guarantor. We said the entire parsha was only said in regard to the Neif and the Ephes. Just like you see the Oral Ish is going in the Neif and the Ephes, so to all the Klalas was said for them. Okay. And, and why is it Tanarabonon? Uh, we said when Asatas Abrochas al Hagrizim Asaklala. So we said, why does it have to say, why does it say this again? We already said it. But to tell me that a Brocha comes first, but not all the Brochas and then Klalas, rather Brocha Klala, Brocha Klala. Um, and also it's being mockish, a few things that just like. Uh, the Klalas are said by the Levim, so to the Brachas, just like the Klalas are said by Kodom, so to the Brachas, so to it's, uh, the Klalas are Lashon Kedesh, as well as the Brachas, and just like the Klalas is the Klalu Prat, so to Brachas Klalu Prat, and just like the Klalas, Elu Elu, say Amen, so to the Bracha both say Amen and Amen.